Yeah, so I was watching the uh, the premise on Hulu. Um, is uh, there's like five episodes of it. Uh, B.J. Novak actually from The Office. Um, he, it's fine. You done? I'm not punishing you. No, I was gonna ask you how long the episodes are. Oh, they're only like uh, half hourish. They take me longer to watch because I'm cheap and I won't uh, I won't pay for ad free ah, on Hulu. But uh, right. <laughs> all right, what do you got? You got ad free on Hulu? No, no, nope. I'm cheap. You got ad free? Yeah. yeah, you do. Okay, I have ad free uh, everything that I have. Okay. Well, I the only app I was like, it's definitely worth ad free. I was like HBO Max. Of course. Sure. I mean, of course, Netflix doesn't have ads. Uh, I think the Lord. But yeah. Anyway, the premise. Uh, the first episode is called Social Justice Sex Tape. Stu was recording a sex tape with his uh, his girlfriend at the time. Hell yeah. Um, and, like, out the window, this, uh, I, don't, I don't know what, you, a racial crime, basically, with the co- uh, police harassment kind of deal. Oh, uh, like happened. racial profiling. Sure, yeah. I think the dude got pulled over. For whatever reason, the cops had him stopped, right? And the cops walking back towards him, trips, falls, and, like, hits his face on the ground. Silly. And, uh... So, you know, his face is messed up and bleeding. And then he, uh, they blamed it on, uh, the dude, the dude. Um, and so then he's in court for, you know, assaulting a police officer and all this shit. And this dude's watching his sex tape and he's like, oh my God, is that? And like, he sees the crime happen in the background. So he like screenshots the crime happening. (laughs) Excuse me. Like the police officer on the ground and dude standing there. And then sends it to these lawyers. Oh, and then the lawyers are like, well, actually, we kind of need to see it the whole happen. Thing. Like, we need, yeah, we actually just need the whole sex to end. So he's like all embarrassed and doesn't want to send it in. And, like, and so then it comes to a point where like every girl he's ever had sex with is in the courtroom. <laughs> because they're basically not believing him that it's a, it's actually him in the tape having sex with a real girl. So they're saying they're trying to say that the background was made up. Oh my god! Yeah, and so like every and so like it, it's fun. The sex tape's weird as shit. Like he does like all this like head behind hands behind his head and like like flapping them when he's fuck. It's fucking weird. There's back that ass up on on in the background. Oh, no, and like so it's just funny. Those the montages of all the girls he's ever had sex with. And, like and so the songs like we never got past back that ass up and like, just like all like he does this thing with his arms. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the other episodes I, I didn't think were quite as good. I liked the last episode, probably the second best. But it, it's a decent series, and every episode's worth some about something different. Oh, okay. Um, Definitely and, check it out. Yeah, so I'd like one of you two to watch it, or both of you, um, and we can talk about it. It's called The Premise, um, right? The Premise, yeah, okay. on Hulu. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Could I get into anything this week? Uh, <clears throat> watch a... Series on Netflix, Unsolved uh, Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries, and yeah, me and Tiff watch that one. So, I mean, basically that one just covers. It's kind of like a like a forensic file type thing where it just it literally just goes over like mysteries that haven't been solved, and it ranges anywhere from uh, you know crimes that happen in the United States to even in other countries. And I don't like I, like me personally. I don't like. I like watching crimes happen in the United States. I don't find as much interest as finding something to happen in the UK, like an unsolved crime in the UK. I'm like, eh, I can't relate to it. I want to see, you know, someone American get killed. That's right. Go back to where you're from. <laughs> no. Wow. America. No, but like, you know, that's actually really offensive because I think we got some UK listeners, actually. <laughs> we were looking at the map. 
Well, well it's, okay. it's not. <laughs> they spell canceled with two L's, especially after we gave them that second one. Seventeen seventy six. We got well, we got Dublin, out. Ireland, and uh, Brussels, Belgium. Oh, and Moscow. Yeah. Shout out Vladimir Putin. Woo. Whoa. That you listening? That mm. felt weird. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> we gonna cut that one out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I like like. Nothing against them. It's just you know I, I feel like watching like details of crimes that happen in like United States. It seems to be a little more like understandable for people who live in this country, versus like you know, you know stuff in like Australia or whatever. And they're like, hey mate, he uh he got beat with a teacup or some shit like that. Stole my kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> he raped her up real good. And he killed her in throat. Oh man. Like. I don't know. That's just me. But anyways, it's it's good. At the end of every episode, it gives a phone number and like a website link to like a the line. to the uh, department that's handling their case for anyone who either may recognize the people in the pictures um, or uh, has any information about the crime whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're the person that killed this, and you're like, ah, it's been twenty five years. I might as well. Hey, it was me. I did it. <laughs> I mean, technically, if you Google statute of limitations for certain like states and certain crimes committed, you could probably do that. I mean, it'd be mad disrespectful, but you could like, definitely yeah, it was, do it. It was me, but you can't get me. But uh, isn't murder? Isn't there no statute of limitations on murder? Uh, I don't know. I thought that, but I could be. It wrong. depends. I'm very open it depends, to being wrong about that. You know, some places like Texas, they have like the capital murder charge. We'll kill you back. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then <laughs> it's kill like, us, we'll kill you back. That's right. Some, Which is some states have like different degrees which is crazy about like the death penalty because you know how the fuck are you gonna let the dude live a whole life and then kill him like someone could kill could commit murder when they're 22 be tried and found guilty and sentenced to death at like 25 and then live on death row until they're 70 i've never understood living on death row like what what's happening yeah i i don't know apparently there's like an incredibly long delay on paperwork where for me, I'm like, look, if you've sentenced him to death, like, push that fucking paperwork. Like, put the needle in his arm. Whatever y'all gotta do. Like, the shit what? don't need, like, that's... Although, I guess, like you said, let, let him live a whole life. But, yeah, on, the, but on the other stupid. hand, it's like, I guess he's not really living much of a life. It's, it, it's But it's still alive. He still gets three meals a day. Right, And right. somewhere to sleep. He has electricity, Although, water. Although, supporting your point, uh, those murderers that like have like attention they they get some mad like like the, yeah. these women writing in like hey I'll fuck you like the, you remember the in, in Night Stalker where he's like all those oh, women yeah. were like sending him pictures of themselves and I know you, you had the very description about the detail of like how you get an asshole picture back in the <laughs> <laughs> back in the 80s the real camera would like hold your iPhone yeah. down there but uh, it just it, I mean why is it? Why does it take that long to get from right. sentenced to death to death? Like, why is the dude living 40, 50 years? How about I get it if it takes a year or two to do the process or whatever. A year, like but like, tops. come on, get a him in the fucking tops. room, put the needle in his arm, kill him. Exactly. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you gotta think about it. Like, yes, okay, so yes, prisons are a lot of them are like monopolies basically because that's what people do they have like all the yeah. private like prisons it's, and shit it's slave labor so it's like but so it, it makes revenue for them by having people sent there no slave labor it but is literally it's, it's, slave labor but at the end of the day sometimes it's also like state shit is like that's taxpayer money that's keeping this person on death row alive for 30 years yeah. uh, when 
which, which again, taxation is theft. I mean, I don't know. I just work here, man. Taxation is theft. We should be able to, if, if we're forced to pay taxes, we should be able to choose what, where the money that's come out of our paycheck, where it goes, what we want to fund. If I want to fund roads and road construction, that's what I want to fund. Maybe I don't want to fund the, the, you know, the military. Maybe I don't want to fund, you know, prisoners on death row. Maybe I want to fund roads. I drive roads. I use roads every single day. Yeah, I, I want no potholes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not driving on top of prisoners. I'm driving on top of pavement. That is a lot of potholes. But yeah, that's that's why I've mainly been watching. Um, also, well, I have an idea for Death Row. Sorry, if I can wow. just time one last. You gotta make second. a road out of Ooh. Death Row and Mace. You just row. drive over them. Death Road. And that was your road. idea. I didn't say that, but that is good. And they death call row. it Death Road. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Boom. Um, genius for Death Row. Like, you know, not you, not uh, Death Row Records, not Suge Knight. Correct. Um, <laughs> they're coming soon. <laughs> um, we uh, uh we should okay. Once the paperwork's through, it's just surprise when you get killed, right? And wow. We can, we can kill you anyway. Wow. Right? So the guard might just walk up one day and be like, morning. You're like, morning. You look at him and he's just got a gun. And he's like, boom. And you're just done. That. Right? That. Or one morning, you might wake up, you smell some smoke. You're like, what's going on here? And there's a fire, fire in your cell and you can't get out. And so you're just going to be burned alive. Or maybe one day, everything's just like, maybe you got a lot of water in your cell all of a sudden and a lot of metal. And then, you know, maybe there's a, a toaster. Maybe, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe someone throws you a toaster in the bathtub like a Ricky Bobby. Oh, you God. know, I mean, maybe there's a lot of water in your cell and there happens to be a frayed wire and it's, you know, it's it just kind of <laughs> just kind of hits the water. And then, all, uh, well, you know, that's that's anyway. only that's only fair because it's not like they gave fair. You know, it's not like they gave, you know, five, six year warning to the person they, were, they killed. Exactly. They just said, hey, boom. <laughs> Kind of, you that's know, fair. taste their own medicine yeah. as, they're, as they're dying. Yeah. I guess that's fair, but that's also super inhumane. <laughs> Although, if you were wrongfully convicted, goddamn, would that suck? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, come on, please. That'd be really rough. Yeah. That, well, as actually, you're burning alive, I swear I didn't do it. It's a yeah. funny story. Me and Tiff, we were watching, was it America's Got, America's Got Talent? And some dude served like 37 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit. And then he got out and went on America's Got Talent and had, like, this crazy-ass good singing voice. Like, it was so insane. I was like, I'm glad, like, the system did not break him to where he got out and maintained that, like, mentality. Like, All they right. gave him was money. Yeah, they gave him, they gave him some money. They were like, hey, we fucked up. Here's a couple million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, um, drive over here, actually, uh. I was listening to the uh, to Kanye West 808 Heartbreak this month, November. Thirteen years. God damn, it's been since it came out. Years. November of two thousand eight when that album dropped. In my opinion, still one of his best albums. Uh, it's right up there, honestly, right next to Graduation. Yeah. Can we can we not skip over the fact of Kanye West is a lyrical genius? No matter whatever state he's in right now, or you know, whenever you guys listen to this podcast, he's a lyrical genius. Yeah. And he knows music. He is. He is. And he's really good at his uh, his beats. His yes. samples. His samples were always clutch. His lyrics, like his analogies. Yeah. Oh, man, they're just They're great. If I could if I could mention one thing he said on uh, I think it's on College Dropout where he's like, uh, that's the album, right? Yeah, that's okay. the name of that one. Oh one of them, yeah. Yeah. So there's a song on I don't remember which song it was, but he says something about I need ID. So, so it was like a some of the effect of like they're being racist. I need ID to get in the Sam's Club. Mm. And I was like, 
I was thinking about it, I was like, Kanye, everybody needs ID to get into Sam's Club. No, it's a membership God. only store. Like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I just said there was, like, okay, if he said he needs ID to go into Kroger, I'd be like, yeah, 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 that's racist, man. No, that, that makes sense. The, the, the Sam's Club thing, I was like, no, dude, everybody. Like, I can't just walk into Sam's Club, you know? Like, like you need a membership. Anyway. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's just a funny thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a yeah. little... Just my little tidbit. But yes, I, I love... Yeah, Kanye's good. Kanye, great artist. Yep. Whatever he's doing in his personal life, that's a different story. Not, 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 none of our business, really. Yeah, that's honestly right. between him and God. I hate how everybody's always like... Yeah, but like... They try to get into artists' lives and all that shit. It's like, I don't care what he does when he goes home. I just, like, I mean, buddy, look, outside if he's of the a studio, he's a normal-ass person. If he's a murderer or sexually abuses someone, then yes, he should be in trouble. But like... I, you know, if he's a dick, like that Ellen shit where she was like mean or whatever, it's like, okay, great, I don't care what she does when she's, of course, I don't care about the Ellen show either, but bad example, but like, you know, if Kanye's mean in his spare time, like, I don't fucking care, like, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's gotta be annoying, though, like, having cameras, like, following you around all well, the yeah, time. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'd pictures. be a dick, like, too. You, you, you never really get, like, your personal, time, like, like, privacy, like, you right. don't have that because everybody just wants to, like, ask you questions and snap pictures, and you're like... Like, I can only imagine, like, when I, like, wake up and I'm just in a shitty mood, or if I go to work and I get off work and I'm in a shitty mood, like, I can only imagine how fucking, like, hostile I would be towards somebody that has a camera in my face asking me, like, 55 million fucking questions. Plus, this man, like, he has so, he has, he has a lot of issues, whatever. I don't think he ever, um... He wasn't, I don't think he was right after his mom died. No, he, after his mom died, he never, like, he, I don't think he ever fully healed from it. He never... Which you don't, you don't ever fully heal, heal from that. I understand that. You will never fully no. heal from something like that. But, um, he just, he never got the, I guess, the, the time to, like, process that privately. Time to grieve. Time to grieve and process that privately. Because, I mean, like, you got cameras in your face. You can't do anything. You go anywhere, you try, going to the future, you get cameras all over. You can't even go to the grocery store to get toilet paper. You know, you sit there, you can't. Can't, agree. can't go to Sam's Club. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fair. But like, not without ID anyway. Like, I, like I'd lose my mind if if I was if I was famous, you know, back in the beginning of this year, and I had cameras all around me when my mom died. Like, I would be fucking psychotic uh, right now. I'd be because I'd be so irritated because I never got privacy. And you have a gun, so that'd be yeah. really bad. But we'd be visiting you on death row. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for sixty years. Don't worry. That's fine. Plenty of time for us to come visit. Um, but yeah, he never really had a time to grieve. Plus on top of that, he also blames himself for his mom's death because he brought her to Hollywood and got her introduced into the, you know, the, the Hollywood lifestyle of basically trying to do surgery and plastic surgery to look like the models on the magazine. So then she ended up having a botched plastic surgery, which led to an infection, which then led to her death. Mm -hmm. So he blames himself because he's the one who brought her into that lifestyle and she felt like she needed to look like the models in the magazines and right. started getting surgery for it and you went know. to some shoddy plastic surgeon and she got, I guess she got an infection after it and within like a week or two she was... Complications, yeah. Thanks. So... That shit's dangerous, man. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is. All it, they, No matter how safe they try and sit there and tell you that it is, especially, you know, social media and like Dr. Miami and all that, it's still dangerous. All them BBLs people be getting, all them, you know... Brazilian butt lifts. Okay, cool. So basically, there's a whole trend on social media. Basically, you go, you know, go to. Well, places I'm aware like, of fake butts. I just yeah. didn't know it was called BBL. Yeah. All right. Um, where you know, you, 
it, a lot of the hot spots to have it done is like Atlanta, Miami are the two big hot spots where there's a lot. Like you can you can throw a rock and hit three plastic surgeons that are offering you know Brazilian butt lifts. So the big thing is people will go to Miami or Atlanta, fly down there because the flights are cheap, and all of a sudden they come back and they fucking got these like huge fucking asses, but they they don't look natural, they don't move naturally, they just feel like you know look like you got fucking basketball in pants. I just picked up a basketball for visual effects. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I want to know why Dakota knows so much about Brazilian butt lifts. Because <laughs> so so back when I was more active on Twitter, it was all over fucking Twitter. Especially like last year, it was all over fucking Twitter. Everyone was talking about BBLs and you know going you know going to see Doctor Miami in Miami and getting you know butt lifts. And he was also a real big social media poster. So he would always post his fucking videos of him giving the butt lifts and giving the breast lifts and breast implantations, all the other. You ain't never getting that shit. All the other BS. And I'm like, and like, don't show like the before and after. I'd be like, she looked good before. Like, why you gotta add all that? Now she looks fake. Now it doesn't. Like, and it's preference. It is all preference, but I don't like that. It's it's all preference. It's, uh, honestly, it's 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 conforming. That's to me, it seems like conforming. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. Before we get started, uh, what what you been? You watch anything this week? Anything to report? The nail bomber? Nail bomber? Okay. In the UK, dude was like mad crazy. Oh, wh- wait, hold on. I don't know if you can talk about this because I'm interested all of a sudden. Wait. Hold you on. said UK. Hold on. Hold on. You said UK. He might not be. Okay, interested. now he's looking. He's making eye contact. I know, but you said UK. He's probably checked out. Uh, listen, know? listen. I will <laughs> grab some tea and throw it in the ocean. Oh, my God. You <laughs> fucking rebel. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. No, but uh, dude blew up a couple nail bombs in uh, in some ethnic neighborhoods. So what you're saying is they got nailed. Nailed it! So how much time has to go by for that joke is ever okay for the situation I'm talking about? (laughs) Anyways. Nail it! So it was a... Mostly, I think it was like one or two in like ethnic neighborhoods. So like groups with like neighborhoods with like high immigrant populations over in the UK. And then another one was like apparently by like some bar that was like a gay bar. Dude was like really homophobic and he he didn't like immigrants Mm -hmm. for some reason, but he had no reason, like actual reason. He just felt like he needed to do that. So he did it. It was wild. I like how you said it. Felt like he needed to do it. Like, I don't know, like it's a cause. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, mean dude, in some people's minds, like they just like it's. Like, ah, I just felt I needed to support the cause. What cause? It's what just an impulse, yeah. though. Like so, it's like. So when did this take place? Uh, late nineties. So what you're saying is, if they were still around today, they would be wearing MAGA hats. Come on, with the political. Wow. So. It's not alienate. It, it actually is funny that he says that because in the beginning of the show, there's like an undercover cop that was part of the uh, NBP, so like the Nationalist British Party or something. It's not like they were, but they were all skinheads. Like they were all like flying, like. But we all got skin yeah, on like, our heads. Yeah, they were like basically wanting, like, they had a bunch of signs. They were protesting shit, talking about like white rights or something like that. And I was like. I was really confused on that. I'm not gonna lie. We have all the rights. I'm not gonna lie. I was like really yeah. confused, and I. But it was just they were like, I mean, it was like swastikas all over the place, and like they 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 did some pretty American history acts, except in real life, right? 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. It was UK history. Britain. It was Britain national. History. Britain. Uh, party, the right? British nationalist. British nationalist British party. This is Britain, America. Britain history X. I don't know, man. I'm having a stroke anyway. trying to say that shit. We're going to do Halo today. This wasn't really... Uh, Halo wasn't really my thing. Uh, so I'm going to let Charles and Dakota kind of lead it. Uh, Uncultured yeah. swine. Anyways. Well, it's different interests. Do each his own, as I always say. I get it. Well, except when I say anything about Quentin Tarantino. Here he goes. Well, I'm just not... Uh, here. I'm just saying, why do we have to shit on things? Like, I'm not shitting on Halo. I just... Anyway. It's all love. It's all love. It's not all love. It's, uh, it's, can, it's can, very, very passive on this it's side of the room. <laughs> Nothing is love with you, Dakota. It is all right? love. None of it's love. I can if tell. I don't give you shit, that means I don't love you. He would literally like put a firecracker in your hand while you're asleep, and then be like, "It's all love." Like, <laughs> like, nothing lovable. Like, yeah, that. it's just. Okay. Well, that was the brain of the firecracker, love. No, see, that's just that's what we mean. All right, Dakota, why don't you read in your notes about <laughs> Halo? All right. If you've never heard of the Halo franchise, it is mainly a first-person shooter video game series with a few strategy-style games thrown in there. Um, the franchise has been exclusive to Xbox and PC. And over the years, has been made by two different developers, um, Bungie from 2001 to 2010 and 343 Industries from 2011 to current day. The original trilogy consisted of Halo Combat Evolved, which released November 15th of 2001, Halo 2, which released November 9th of 2004, and Halo 3, which released September 25th of 2007. Uh, going on Halo Combat Evolved, that was actually a launch game for Microsoft's brand new video game console, which, as you can probably guess, is the Xbox. OG. In case you didn't know that. OG. Greatest console ever. The classic one. Big black box with an X on it. Green dot in the middle. Yeah. Did you ever get see the Halo ones that they had, though? Yeah, uh, the transparent green ones. Yeah. They were, those are cool They were sweet. Fuck. They're hard to come by. They're, They're making, making a comeback. Expensive. They're making a comeback. You get on Marketplace, you can find a shit ton of them. Uh, you go know, marketplace, you find a lot of things. Yeah, you're right. Um, it was actually a you know it was a launch game, so you know with the Xbox and Halo Combat Evolved being released on November fifth, two thousand one. Um, and it actually Bungie while creating this started off as a originally started off as a strategy game, and then changed it into a third person shooter, and then eventually finally settled on a first person shooter. I don't know if you've ever, you know, gone on YouTube dives and found, like, you know, clips of what Halo originally looked like when they were developing it. Oh, yeah, like the little oh, rabbit hole oh, videos. It, Halo doesn't look anything like it does today, like... No, it doesn't, and I'm glad. Not even what it looked like in the final product, but... I'm glad. Bungie basically set the foundation for how first-person shooters should look and feel when it comes to movement, comes to style, and how to play having control over the X and Y axis of your of your you know able, you know your ability to look around on a video game console on a video game console yeah so base so it set it basically paved the way for you know modern day Call of Duty and you know Battlefield and all the other first person shooters that have become popular as well without you know we probably would have eventually reached it reached where we're at right now but I feel like without Halo it would have been longer before we ever got to where we're at now in first-person shooters. For sure. Or it could have been completely different, and we could all be playing on joysticks right now. I don't know. I mean, Halo kind of did open the door with uh, Xbox Live. Oh, yeah. With online gaming, too, was was a real big was, push on it. Yeah, that was crazy because Xbox Live was out 
for a couple years before like PlayStation just started doing their online services. So Xbox had already had a couple years with their foot in the door with that. So obviously they dominated with like when Halo Two came out. Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's why when it comes to the now it's a little bit it's a little harder to determine between the two uh, between Xbox Live versus you know PlayStation Network. They're about the same in quality for the most part. But, like, you go back even just to the early 2010s, and that's the reason why there's such a stance difference between Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. Why, I mean, yeah, you had to pay for Xbox Live, but you paid to have, you know, a more reliable connection, more reliable servers versus PlayStation Network, Network, where it was free, but you suffered from it being free and not having as reliable servers, not having as much of a, you know, variety of online games. Yeah, but. Outside of the original trilogy, there uh, there have been five other major titles. Um, you had Halo Three ODST, uh, which came out September twenty second, two thousand nine, kind of a like an add on to Halo Three story, um, which kind of more covered what was happening during the events of Halo Three. But from, it was like a prequel, though. Would it be they? a prequel? It would technically be a prequel to Halo Three. Okay, it so took ha- place right before. Yeah, right before Halo Three happened, but yeah. from the view of the ODSTs. Yep. Um, Halo Reach came out September 24th, 2010. You had Halo 4, November 6th of 2012. Halo 5 Guardians, uh, October 27th of 2015. And Halo Infinite, which is set to be released December 8th of two, of 2021. So Can't wait. I know, I know you've mentioned before that you're planning on getting the new Xbox One if yes. it ever becomes available. The Xbox... Okay, so the Series X, the one that the I Series want X. is... I want to try to find a hey hey that's my foot there bud that's all right. uh, no it's all good uh i want to try and get one of the halo editions because they have like a 20 year uh anniversary edition for the xbox the new xbox with the new halo coming out it looks sexy i'm not gonna lie to you i know people are already trying to sell their pre-orders for like 1200 bucks but if i could find somebody selling one for like eight or nine i'd probably buy it just because I have yet to buy I've never bought a special edition console and I kind of want one a lot and Microsoft probably won't make enough to where I would be able to find one in the next like 6 to 8 months closest thing I had to a special edition console was my Xbox One the only reason it was special about that was um, when I got it it was bundled with the Master Chief Collection Yeah. Um, and the only real difference between the Xbox One and the Xbox One that came with Master Chief Collection was the box that the Xbox One came in was a Master Chief's helmet. That's all that was on it. And then the Xbox One logo and obviously all the, you know, uh, specs on the side. Right. But that was it. No picture of the Xbox or anything. It was kind of, it was really cool, really cool box. I thought that was... I guess I've had one kind of like special edition, quote unquote. Like the Xbox, the 360 Elite. Like I had a first gen 360 Elite. And those at the time were like dumbass expensive, like four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks maybe. Well, those were the magic, the the cure for the red ring of death, right? Yeah, because so mine has never had the red ring, uh, and I've had it since '08, but it was also like the flagship, I guess you could say, of the 360s before they came out with the slims, because that was at the time the highest capacity one you could get. Well, the flagship one would have been the Xbox 360 Pro. That's that was the one in the middle with came with the what, 60, 60 gig. gig hard drive and was white and had the chrome disc tray. 
thought uh, they all had, oh wait no no the arcade did not have a chrome disc tray um, mine had a chrome disc tray. yours had a chrome disc tray the art the pro was the flagship one just because it was the, the one in the middle most affordable then you had the right. elite for the people who wanted to spend the extra money the you had the arcade for the people like myself that was on that broke budget that my you know i got it for christmas it's no. what i got but you know what's yeah, funny about that because people always talked about oh the arcade is the one that's most prone to get the red ring of death false you, <laughs> so you, you know you got an arcade you're gonna have the red ring of death in like a couple months never had the red ring of death ever all the people that i knew that had the ever. pros had red rings yeah the pro was the one that always got the red ring it seemed like so Jokes on so, you guys. They, you know, they, they fucking, you know, they'd be like, oh, which Xbox 360 you guys? Like, oh, the arcade. Oh, you're going to have the red ring of death. And I, and I never had it. And they're like, yeah, so I bought the new Xbox 360 Slim because mine, red ring of death itself. I'm like, ah. yeah, that's like, what I well, thought. I bought the one that fucking works still. So <laughs> I win. All right. Anyways, continue. We're getting sidetracked. And so. So it also. Uh, the Halo series gained a. Uh, a big following base with uh, basically now people creating, you know, comic books and uh, different just actual books. Got a book? A whole bunch of books. Actual now. books, um, movies and miniseries and web series. You also have the infamous Red versus Blue, which really helped boost Rooster Teeth into what it is today. Um, even though I don't know where Rooster Teeth is going to be at in a couple years because they're falling underneath a lot of problems. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the whole thing with Ryan. Yeah, that well, whole thing with Ryan actually, honestly, actually hurt them a lot. That kind of doesn't surprise me, but that's and also then and then they had to go back through and they promised because after that that they were going to erase him basically off everything. They had to go through and just edit or delete a bunch of videos because they didn't want his voice on them. They yeah. didn't want him there. I don't know if they actually went through and did it, but that's what they said in their promise they were going to do to just to get people back to you know watching them. That's so. That's a lot because they have a lot of videos out there. But I don't know. Like thousands. And I, th- I think, didn't Jeff, like, like step aside or, like, step down from CEO from there anyway? Uh, I don't know. But I, th- I, I, I think he, he stepped to the side and, like, kind of is letting other people run it. Like, he's he does, he because after his divorce, I think he kind of went a little off the, off the left field. Well, he stopped, like, he, like, stopped, like, drinking and stuff. That too. So he, like, with the divorce, he, like, stopped drinking, kind of started trying to work on himself. So that might be thing that he did to could be further that but i'm not entirely sure so don't quote me on that i love jeff ramsey to death but with all this you know we've we've developed halo lore and basically tells backstories of you know what's happened in the halo universe how we got to where we're at the spark program uh you know history on the covenant the truth the forerunners etc um charles has dived heavily into the halo lore and halo universe onto that Mm. That's why he gets to cover this part. Mm-hmm. So, Halo Combat Evolved, OG Halo, uh, uh, probably a lot of people's like favorite, like original, like throwback video game. I guess you, some people call it uh, a lot different than uh, the games of the time. It's very fun for anybody that likes the sci-fi shit, and really, it was just Xbox's like first thing. Like that's what made Xbox. Like I know some people were like, oh, Halo's gay or Halo sucks, Call of Duty this, Call of Duty that, or like other games, but it's like Xbox wouldn't be what it is today. If, neither neither uh, would first person shooters. If that game <laughs> never if that game never existed, we wouldn't have 
Xbox. And on that, some and some people just kind of I think shit on Halo just because you know they don't like the whole sci-fi aspect of it. Well, yeah, that's because the there, yeah, there's people out there like sci-fi nerd. Yeah, because they a lot of people insinuate sci-fi like games, movies, books, like with people that are like nerdy. But like, I love sci-fi stuff. I think it's cool as shit. I think it's really creative, and I think it takes a lot to develop a universe like this and to like give it so much backstory you know what i mean like yeah. call of duty they drop a new one every fucking year and it's always like almost like the same fucking thing it's all the same you, you try and play online and you just can't enjoy online because you're just getting but, murked by an 11 year old that does nothing but play that game and, that has apparently done your mom more than your dad has and apparently you're called racial slurs that you've never even heard before like a moon cricket forgot what i was saying anywho combat evolved OG game, very fun. To me, it's uh, it's definitely up there with like the like Super Smash Bros. like Melee on the game, which holds a very high spot in my heart. But uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, Halo takes place obviously significantly far in the future, like 26th century, something like that, right? And like you start out as this genetic super soldier that's in a big suit of armor, right? You fight some aliens, you blow some shit up, crash land on this giant floaty Halo ring. You kill some more aliens, you blow some more shit up, kind of do a little bit of, like, getting lost, which is very easy in the first one. Fucking, like, waypoint markers sucked. Like, they were absolute fucking cabbage. Um, but you do a lot of going back and forth, like, from one location of the map to another location of the map. There's really not a whole lot of, like, deviating from, like, your main route. That was, that was actually one of the biggest complaints people had about Halo Combat Evolved was it just felt like... They were just reusing the same map variants on different levels, or yes, where it just kind of felt like you're walking in a circle. Like, hey, I've seen this before. Hey, I've already seen this. Why yeah. am I here again? You definitely go back through like certain areas of the game, like a couple times. But like at the same time, you got to think about when that game came out, like how expensive for one, and how time consuming two that would have been. That would took to create all these other levels and then add the characters into them and all that shit. Like I'm not. I I can imagine it's like a a lot that goes into the designing games so those people personally probably could never do it any fucking ways so also i'm over here drinking out of my master chief coffee mug i wish i would have known because i brought mine that you can still find at walmart 7.99 as of you know time of filming this november 2021 it's a halo one. changes colors when it gets hot too so if you pour hot coffee in it it lights up basically what you see on the where matt the background of master chief which is like a you know a a field, some mountains, and a sky. All of a sudden, like the blackness of the mug changes to light blue, and you see the whole picture. Go to Walmart, like check the, it out. It's like the Halo ring that this yeah. one takes place on, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes, yeah, cool, cool mug. Seven ninety nine, Walmart. Go check it out. I use mine all the time. Sometimes I just drink hot water out of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. That's all coffee is. It's just hot water, just with it's just hot dirty, just water. with dirt in it. Just hot dirty water. That's hot dirty water with caffeine. But yeah. Anyways. You end the first one, you do a lot of driving in the first one at the end of the game, and you probably die a lot, but... A lot. Yeah, like, I mean that in the most genuinely possible. I think the first game was actually harder than any of the other ones. So if you're a first-time player, do not get frustrated if you die a ridiculous amount on some levels. Just play it on normal. Play it on normal the first time. Get your feel of it. Yeah. And then go back through and play, like, heroic, or if you are feeling ballsy, play legendary. Like, if you absolutely feel like you need to play on legendary then by all means which legendary mind you since you're not a halo person tyler it's basically like expert i understand 
difficulties. Yes, okay. thank I you. I was just, you know, <laughs> it's 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 a lot. Like I feel like playing like veteran on Call of Duty is like more muscle memory based, whereas like I don't know. Like here's the thing. I'm not like huge Call of Duty. Like I no, I was just, I just giving a comparison because that's something you probably understand a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, more. I just that, that that was the faster paced game when I was. And the Absolutely. one that more people played, and so I just got into that. And then when I tried Halo, I just didn't get into it. That's all. Yeah. So, that's fair. Somebody failed you as a child. But I understand difficulty levels. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's 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 it is a fun game. It is very fun, and it's also kind of nostalgic to go back and, especially for people that have played it at a younger age, like Dakota and myself, you get on the Master Chief Collection, you load up the first one, and you can, it automatically starts it out in like the remastered version, but you can click the little button. I still call it the select button. It's a select button. I still call it the select button. The one with it's, the, it's... Like, the lines on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you push that one, and it'll switch the game back to the original, like, version. Like, You remember, you remember back when the OG xbox you had the little black and white buttons on the controller yeah i miss those buttons <laughs> i do miss those buttons i'm not gonna lie but uh long story short the whole objective of the game is to take control of the halo ring that you're on because you think it's supposed to be some sort of like weapon to like win this war against the covenant race aliens and turns out to be a destroyer of all life so you end up having to destroy it game over you win destroy it you get the prize you get the prize of flying in space for however fucking long it took before he was found again. Anyway, so Halo 2. You want to talk about Halo 2? You can tell the story a little okay, bit more detail. I will, I will talk about Halo. I'm just going to kind of like blow through them real yeah, quick. Go ahead. Because I want to just get to the... Uh, you want to get to lore. You want to yeah, talk about Spartan about sizes. Yeah, yeah. So Halo 2. Start out on the space station above Earth. And somehow you... The Covenant ends up finding Earth, which is kind of odd for them. Because Earth is like a really heavily guarded secret in the year 2552. Uh... But basically, you're like, all right, they start boarding all these battle stations, then the battle stations start blowing up. Obviously, they put bombs on them, so you gotta find the bomb, defuse it. Find the bomb, you defuse it, you take it to a air hangar, you open the air hangar, and you, uh, you kind of, like, skydive with a bomb to a Covenant ship, and you basically give it back to them, and you push the button, and you jump off of it, and then the ship blows up from their own bomb, so. Giving the Covenant back their bomb, sir. Yeah, that's, like, the definition of, like, get fucked. <laughs> Like, if that's how I could put that phrase into an actual, like, clip of something, that's what I would do. But, uh, yeah, so you go back, you go down to the planet, you help fight off some Covenant in one of the cities, and then you switch back and forth uh, between the Master Chief and the Arbiter, which is part, he's a, a an elite from the Covenant. The elites are the uh, big dudes with, like, the four mandibles on their face, real snake-like beady eyes, kind of kind of weird looking like i would not like to see one of those in real life ever you know i don't know how uh with, with a mouth like that i don't know how they pronounce certain words like because some of the sounds are made by your lips closing like how do you pronounce the same like s's and stuff like that when you blah, goes open four different ways how do you pronounce so, pronounce i think that their mandibles actually all close together and at the same time but like it's weird because they all close like at a singular like point almost like they all kind of like fold almost it seems like into each other and at the same time isn't it kind of funny that like between combat evolved and halo 2 the time period between that how quickly the covenant learned shakespearean style english yeah <laughs> like, like, mad, mad quick. <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like you know you're listening to a shakespeare play you feel like you're romeo and juliet that's yeah that's fair because they do speak like uh yeah like characters from shakespeare <laughs> you know what i love though one of my favorite actors 
well, I wouldn't even say favorite actor. One of my favorite voice actors, Keith David, is the one that voices the Arbiter in all of the Halo games. Good old Keith David. Like, and if you don't know who Keith David is, he is a middle-aged black gentleman. Uh, he's not so. He's not so middle-aged anymore. But no, he's not so middle-aged anymore. But he, he, I guess he voices like the president in uh, Rick and Morty. So I guess if anybody has watched Rick and Morty and they don't know who I'm talking about, he's he also the president. he's also in a lot of classic black movies. He's always like one of the bad guys or an asshole. Yeah, he he just has that voice. Yeah, he's also been in a couple, like, played a couple uh, roles as, like, a military something before, like, back in the 90s. I don't know off the top of my head what they were called, but I've seen him before in it. But, uh, yeah, so Halo 2, you go back to the planet, you fight aliens, you go back and forth between playing as Master Chief and the Arbiter. That's kind of fun. It was also new to Halo because in the first one you only played as Master Chief. Every single mission. Only plays as Master Chief. Uh, Halo 2, you go back and forth. Uh, you play a couple missions as each and then bounce back to the other one whatever uh the second one basically you're stopping another halo ring from being fired because some oh that's what her name is miranda keys a captain of a ship follows an alien ship into the slip space jump that they open up while they're while that covenant ship is docked above the city or whatever they follow them into their slip space portal and it jumps slip space out of the fucking planet and then when they stop they look and see another fucking halo ring they're like god damn it now we gotta do it again round two time to get fucked and uh part two yeah getting fucked part two um so that happens you know basically do the same thing blow some shit up kill some aliens push some buttons and then it's over you save it the last mission was fun you get to fight this real big monkey dude named tartarus and he just beats the fuck out of all your teammates with this gravity hammer that he has ah uh, you got three different levels like three different like tiers levels on that on that particular map where it's just like this dude just beats the fucking shit out of you on every single one of them you go up a grab lift elevator and he right up there and beats the shit out of you yeah it's like a tower it's almost like a tower except it's got a gravity elevator in the middle of it like he said and so he has this like invincibility thing that goes active for a certain amount of time uh, but yeah, so basically you have to wait until you see it get dropped by Johnson, who I'll talk about in a minute, who shoots at him with a sniper rifle, alien sniper rifle, drops his shield, whatever, and then you can like actually try and kill him real quick. But his shield comes back on like really quick, so you gotta like kind of hit him and run. Because if you don't, like he'll swing that hammer one time and kill like four people, and it's like fucking awful. Like the hammer is huge. Like not at all like you would think of a hammer. Huge. 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 Um, anyways, so... You kill him, finally, after dying maybe 13 and a half times apiece. Fuck, sorry, I had to yawn. Uh, I'm ghost, ghost dick. Go ghost. fuck yourself. Every time you yawn, a ghost puts a dick in your mouth. No, you can go fuck yourself. That only happens to you. Uh, spooky <laughs> season's never over. Are you calling it spooky season because I'm black? Oh, yeah, we'll just go with the race <laughs> card. <laughs> yeah, damn, that we're better than that. <laughs> So yeah, you kill him, uh, you stop the ring from getting fired, cool, game's over, and then you have Halo 3. I feel like everybody should know about Halo 3. I kind of just want to get into this lore thing. Okay, if I could do one question. You say that the That was already a question, so carry on. No, 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 I said if Anyways, I could do one question. That was a question. Which I didn't ask, I was just preempting the question by saying That was that. a GPSA. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. You say that the Arbiter and Master Chief yes. are together in Halo 3. Yes. I, I don't mean like that. Like, no, yeah, stuff. no, they I do, they do butt stuff. Up. Oh, they well, do like, butt stuff. Okay. Alien butt stuff? 
So that's some Halo lore. I'm sure everybody would be fascinated to know about. But uh, <laughs> anyway. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. They don't talk about the reproductive system on the Elite. So I'm not gonna lie. But you said that they team up in Halo Three. Correct. So what is it in Halo Two that has something must happen in Halo Two the that flood. they team up in Halo Three? The flood is unlocked because of a rogue group of elite okay they find a containment facility where the flood like spores and stuff like little baby flood things that look like onions with legs are inside of and obviously that kind of just fucks everything up which so the, the flood is and i don't know if we got nothing we covered this is basically a, a parasite it reanimates parasite. dead reanimates dead bodies and um basically that's the whole reason the rings were even created for from the forerunners was to eliminate the flood the flood and their food sources yes which is any kind of sentient life in the galaxy so the enemy of master chief's enemy is his friend right the enemy of my enemy is my friend yes yes so him and the arbiter end up basically working together to fight this flood outbreak gotcha and that's kind of what they do in the third one mostly actually that's literally all they do in the third one as you're literally just the whole time fighting off yeah like the brutes the jackals the grunts hunters and and halo what? 2 jackal snipers can go to, can go to hell oh they're so vicious like i've never seen such a precise enemy think about ever. think about for, if it's someone who who you know doesn't play halo you have someone who maybe listen might be a cod fan think about of uh, mw2 days ah, quick and you had the kids that were like somehow like quick scoping like it was nothing like they the definitely engine. had to have a modded controller like it's like they would just turn around boom that's that's jackals pretty much like as soon as you become in their vision boom you're dead but it doesn't matter how far you are like they could probably snipe at you from like quarter of a mile half a mile and it's like they can get off two shots before you can fire a single shot like before you can even get your reticule like on them, I don't care how good you are. Anything higher than normal difficulty and they snipe you like it's nothing. Like it'd be like me throwing a rock at you right now. No, I'll take that back. It'd be like me throwing a cinder block at you right now. But two of them, like really quick, back to back. Like the first one, you'd probably be like, ow, what the fuck? And you'd go to look up and that second one would just be destroying your shit. Like, well, that or if you just shot me from this close. That's true. Well, no, you gotta, you gotta get the first graze, like the one that doesn't kill the you. first hit, is kind of where you're like, ow, what the fuck? And then you, like, try to, like, move, and then you get hit again. So, like, the first one is cinder block, like, landing on, like, your leg, and you're like, what the hell was that? And you look up, the second one is, like, the cinder block landing on your head, and then, like, you're not looking up, but you kind of look like Glenn from The Walking Dead. Oh. <laughs> might have an eye pushed out of your socket. Ugh. No. But anyways. Ugh. So, to the, to the, to the good part. The lore. That... The Halo lore. Let's hear about the Halo lore. Which, All right. You got so... your notes in front of you. Um, I know, like I said, you really dive deep into the Halo lore. You've seen uh, a lot of the movies, and you've read a lot of the books on it. So I've read, to date, uh, three books from the Halo series. Well, two. I've read two, and then I'm about to finish the third one that I just bought on Sunday. Uh, really good books. They do a really good job at painting a picture in your mind as you're reading. So I like that a lot. But I'm going to talk about some of the main characters real quick. Well, at least two of them. Okay, Master Chief. Everybody loves Master Chief. He's like a badass, quiet-ass dude that everybody just loves playing as because he kind of beat fucking breaks off of an entire army of beings by himself, it seems. So, Master Chief uh, is a genetically augmented super soldier for the human race. He was abducted as a child at the age of six, along with 74 other kids. And they were conscripted into the military where they began their Spartan training, right? All these kids were replaced with Flash clones, which 
kind of died like later on but so he does he goes through all this training they become basically like since they were trained from six till the time they actually got their augmentations they had just basically been imagine eight years of just military training where that's all you're doing is just day in and day out training like you become they become experts at everything like hand-to-hand combat close quarters combat or close quarters weaponry long range you know demolitions uh reconnaissance they are experts at like math science like all that shit um so they train from the age of six to the age of 14 and then they go through a series of genetic augmentations right the first one is something that has to do with increasing their the way their synapses fire in their brain right uh i'm trying to think of what the fuck it's called had a thing for it but anyways so their their brains process things their the information fires 300 times faster than a normal person so like for them like for me if you throw something to me like a pen across the room i can watch that pen come across the room and if you just kind of toss it no i'm not gonna hand you this pen so if you just kind of toss it it seems like it's moving in slow motion for them after they get this augmentation oh here we go with this fuck. i don't want you to throw it just talk, <laughs> just talk. um so basically for them everything that we would see at normal speed is like slow motion to them it's something that i, I can't find it right here but um it's got something to do with increasing their uh i'm literally gonna stab you in the neck as soon as this is over like i hope you know uh it's premeditated now we're recording i don't give a fuck (laughs) we'll keep on recording afterwards too so y'all can listen hear you gargle on your own blood uh and you'll sound like glenn wow here we go (laughs) hitting below the belt again Uh, more above the neck but (sighs) of course we can't take you anywhere that's why we can't have a nice thing Anyways, so they see things a lot faster. Their brain can process shit a lot faster. Uh, all their like, all of your signals that your body would send, as far as like muscle twitch, all that shit gets to them from hand to brain significantly faster. It's off the charts. Um, they also be they get injected with a series of like hormone boosting things that kind of increase like muscle density and skeletal growth and they also get like these um what's it called i actually have the exact words the skeletal reinforcement right so they add what is it called okay well i can't pronounce this word so that's great but basically it's some sort of material that allows their bones to be damn near unbreakable right like seems convenient i mean it would make sense and if you're gonna put them in like a crazy ass super powerful armor right uh so most of them end up growing significantly right at the age of 14 master chief stands at six feet 10 inches tall outside of his body armor and with it he is seven feet two inches outside of his armor he is 287 pounds now mind you what that man chose to fight aliens when he could have been a millionaire playing basketball yes and no because he would have been how tall is lebron james six nine so he's roughly lebron james height but with like maybe 20 or 30 more pounds but he's also like two percent body fat like, he's significantly stronger. Which would be crazy, because, like, especially if it, if all the brain synapses fire all faster and shit, he's just watching everybody else do shit in slow His, motion. Yeah, exactly. To just, him, it's slow motion. Like, and he'd just dominate everybody. Exactly. I mean, now, now He just knows what's happening as there's a passive minute. He's like, nope. And he just, it'd well, be a pretty boring game. A guy just be. steal the ball every it time and go dunk it. Well, it's 107 to nothing. <laughs> That's the, that's the best part, though. Is Master that, Chief, 107 points. At, so at, so he's, now mind you, when they had these 50 surgeries, steals. right, they were, they were like 14. But when he was 14, he was already like, with him having all that training, he was basically built like an Olympic athlete at 14 years old. And then he got that, went through all of his, um, like surgeries and shit, and it got even bigger. Muscle density went up, his skeletal structure became damn near unbreakable, brain 
processed a lot faster, his nerves fired a lot faster, all that good shit. But like, he was big as fuck, right? But he wasn't like the biggest Spartan, which is bananas to me. Because in the game, they make everybody else seem so small to him. Like, seven feet, two inches tall is not short, like at all. That is an entire foot higher than myself yeah. and I could not imagine being a seven foot ninja who could like punch a hole through a car like he could literally rip a door off of a fucking head in a car yeah. Yeah. but uh yeah he also most some people might not know he was part of uh blue team which is the uh group of or Spartans who's cause he's a Spartan too there's a class before him We'll talk about that later. Uh, he was part of Blue Team. He was a leader of Blue Team. He was technically the leader of all of the Spartans in the Spartan 2 program. So there were 75 kids that were abducted. They were all trained. They all went through the process. However, only 33 of them survived the augmentations and were able to be declared fit for active duty. So those 33 Spartans were split into teams, right? Blue Team, Master Chief's team, that's the team that he runs. Consists of Master Chief, uh, Fred, Kelly, and Linda. Fred is a big boy like Master Chief. He's uh, 7 feet, 1 inch his armor and he weighs 291 pounds so dude's built like a fucking ox and you got kelly who is the fastest spartan as far as spartan twos go uh she's six feet 11 inches is still pretty fucking big for any female yeah and she would manhandle you like really fast like she had the fastest reflexes out of all the spartan twos and it was anyways she weighed 247 so like i don't know how much you weigh but like uh 235 okay so she was heavier than you Right. But she was also like six inches taller and was like, she she would, she would have made Usain Bolt look like a fucking snail. Like, that's just how that would be in her armor and outside of it. Like, fucking bonkers. Then you got Linda and this bitch, let me tell you, she big as shit. She big as shit. She's the best sniper of the whole fucking Spartan 2 program. She stands at a whopping seven feet tall inside of her armor, which I actually could not picture a most, uh, really I can't picture a person at seven feet tall, period. Like it just seems like so unrealistic. Like looking at pictures of like Shaq next to people like LeBron James or like The Rock, it's like, it really gives you a perspective. Cause like The it's Rock, dude. yeah, The Rock's a tall dude. Like he's like, what, six, four, something like that. I, I have no idea about The Rock. I just know he's buff as shit. <laughs> okay, so he's about six, four, but like when he stands next to Shaq, he just looks so short. Like, I feel like that's how it looks when I stand next to, like, my nephew, who's six. <laughs> right. Like, that's, like, that's the perspective that you get from it. And it's crazy because they're all just incredibly smart, incredibly fast, super killers. But, uh... So, out of all those people that I just talked about, Fred, Kelly, and Linda, you don't see them in any of the Halo games until Halo 5, right? Yeah, it was 5 when they made a when they actually made a uh, appearance. Halo 5 is the first time you get an appearance of Blue Team, which is cool because you really didn't, if you were never into, like, the lore or read any of the books, you wouldn't know what happened to them and why they were, like, separated from Master Chief. But, like, if you did, then obviously you knew they existed. But, like, some people were probably, like, surprised as hell when, like, all of a sudden Halo 5 starts off and you're playing as Master Chief and it's like you have a whole team of Spartans. You're like, huh, where the fuck did they come from? I remember you guys mentioning Halo 5. What's that, what that one called? Which one is that? Guardian. Halo 5 Guardians. Halo 5 Guardians. That was the one that came out in 2015. I bought a digital copy for that for some reason, and it took forever and a goddamn day to uh, download. Don't worry, the uh, hard copy version took forever to download as well. Yeah, it was like 90, what, 90 something, 96 gigs, something like that on the Xbox. That was one thing I was annoyed about when the Xbox One was, I have the disc, why are you downloading? <laughs> like, I get the updates. Yeah. Why does a disc have to download to the fucking Xbox? I get it now, I understand now, but back then I'm like, for real? Back I got the disc. Absolutely. Why do I have to download it? I'm almost to the point with like video games where it's like, man, I don't play like a ton anymore. Yeah. Other than like maybe some Madden, maybe some NBA, but like even that is dying off. 
for me, but what I I I understand we got the graphics and all this shit, right? But like I'm, I'd almost be willing to just sacrifice graphics. Just like can I just put a disc in and play a game? And, like there was no. I understand it's a video game. Like I don't need the I don't need it all to look. I don't know. I, mean, I might be alone on that one, but well, it's like the days of of just taking a game with you to a friend's house to play it. It, I mean, it's still there, but it's kind of gone at the same time because you take it over there and you have to download it. Mm. It takes an hour to download, and then the update seems to take <laughs> an hour. If you're lucky, it's an hour. Well, it depends on what kind of shit or you got. No, I know, but if you're talking like a 50-gig game, I mean, that shit ain't getting done in an hour. 50 gigabytes is a lot. Yeah, it, just depends. it really depends on what kind of internet you got. Because, like, I have downloaded shit, and it has taken less than an hour. Like, brand new games. How big? Like, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I don't. That doesn't mean anything to me. How many gigs is it? <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't know. That's out of my head. What do you mean? It's definitely not. It's more than 50. Okay, well, that's I'm just saying. I mean, it just depends. On, like I said, it just probably depends on your internet. In Master Chief Collection, Jesus Christ, why are your updates so goddamn big? Okay, so mind you, I'm really For no glad reason. I did not let you borrow that because you don't have the storage space to I, download it. You, here, let me let you in on a little secret. I no, no, really regardless, <laughs> regardless, though, even if you were, like, remotely interested, you don't have the storage space to download it. They just had a, uh, I mean, I don't know when it released. My black Xbox might have had it. That one's a terabyte. This one yeah. in here is just a 500 gig. Yeah, the terabyte. Of course, now maybe. Luke's borrowing my terabyte. But I don't, I don't know when that update released, but I know yeah. when I turned on my Xbox uh, it had a couple days ago, and I was like, let me see what games need to be updated. I'm updating real quick, but I'm not doing anything. Said Halo, uh, Master Chief Collection. It was like a 52 gig update. I'm like, what the fuck are they? Are they adding a brand new game in there too? Oh, buddy, no. It's just another armor thing. I don't need that shit. I don't need it. And le- it, a gigabyte or an update should not be more than one gig unless if it's adding in a new game. Simple as that. Or uh, making improvements to like graphic improvements or, or fixing like glitches or, or putting in patches. Yeah, I feel like most of them are usually going to be rather high because they... Because that's like, when I used to be real big on playing Battlefield, I used to get pissed off because, you know, you Battlefield sit... Battlefield always had updates. You sit there and you had an update, and it'd be like a, you know, a 25 gig update for a new map pack, but you have to still pay for the map pack. So, <laughs> so the only way you could get on the game is if you downloaded the map pack, but when you actually buy the map pack, the DLC... The download for that's only like two or three megabytes just to give, you know... This is like an access code. Yeah, just an access code so you can access something that's already on your hard drive that the game made you download because you couldn't play without it. Versus like, you know, how Call of Duty would do or even Halo 3 would do with its map packs where it's like... You download, you know, you go and pay for the da- uh, the map pack. It downloads it off of there. It doesn't make you download a pre. Yeah, I, that was something that always annoyed me about EA. Like, why am I? Why can't I access something that's on my storage drive when you make me download it? I get what you're saying. I miss the old days or simpler times, you know. So this is why EA is dying. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm like I, 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 just the way everything is with the just how the downloading and updates. It's like it makes me not even want to like. I don't know. Like I got two Xbox Ones. Like I'm not really even. Inter- I know you got the new game, the new Halo. You're interested in buying the new Xbox for. I'm not really interested in the new Xbox like at all. Quite honestly, just because like I, I miss 360 at this point. I want to put a fucking game in and play. I know oh, it wasn't shit. always They're like that with all the 360s. The, uh, They're but... closing down the servers though for 360. Yeah, they are. Here. Xbox yeah. Live won't be available on 360 at the end of the See, year. I'm a play the yeah, campaign. Yeah, you, and I'm your out campaign. Guy. I don't really give a shit. I, I don't get on live. I, I I have live so that I can like access different apps on the xbox for like but that's the only reason i have live that's fair but yeah i mean on, on that i mean as someone who doesn't play as much as i used to it's kind of annoying to when I, like i'm in the mood to play a game and i go on and it's like every game has an update and they're all like 10 15 gig updates and i'm like okay you know 
I know it won't, normally my internet connection won't take that long to download it, but at the same time, like, I want to play it now. I don't want to wait for 10, 15 minutes. See, I want to play it now. I have mine set to auto-update stuff, so it'll turn on randomly a couple times during the day to update whatever, so I literally never have to, like, worry about it. Like, the other day I got on, the other day I got on uh, Halo with Tiff, and I didn't have to wait for any kind of updates or anything. Like, I just... I was able to just start the game. Updates are a good thing, but updates are also the devil because it's also when annoying. You don't want it to be updating. Well, that, but also, you know, back, like, perfect example Midnight Club 3, dub edition. Ah. You go back no matter what time, you could play that now, and guess what? Every single car is going to be on there. Every single song in that playlist is going to be on there. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. But games now that are connected, that are, you know, connected via Xbox Live, when the licenses for the cars run out, expire, guess what? The developer makes an update and they remove those cars out of the game. When music licenses expire, they make updates and remove that out of the game. Perfect example, GTA 4 had, it was back in 2008, not 2008, 2018, when the game had reached 10 years, there was several songs, mainly most of them being, uh, I remember a few of them were Kanye West songs, but there was almost a, one whole radio station got taken out because the licenses the Rockstar had to use those uh, the songs in the game expired, so they sent out an update to basically remove those off of the game, even though they're still on the game, but you just can't access them. Right. Uh, there was a big game I enjoyed, uh, Driver San Francisco, that came out, I think it was like 2014, 2015, somewhere around that time, uh, or 2013, I can't remember. I I was like, ah, oh, I haven't played this game in forever. It was a 360 game, popped it in my Xbox One, you know, did let it do the download and the update, whatever. Got on it, out of the 150 cars that you could buy, there's only seven left now. Because all of the licenses expired and the game developer didn't care to try and renew them. So they just sent out an update and removed all the fucking cars out of the game. And I'm like, so now I know when I want to go play it, I'm going to go put it in my new Xbox and not update it and just play offline. Because if I update it, I'm going to lose all them games or all them cars. Mm -hmm. So it's a good thing it fixes issues in the game. But like at the same time, it takes stuff away when those licenses run out, which you never had to deal with on, you know, like PlayStation 2 games like Midnight Club. Three dub edition or San Andreas or ah uh, yes did I tell you I found my San Andreas the other day my PS2 copy gang shit but anyways. a little bit off topic let's get back to the Halo lore yeah anyways so uh, Spartan twos were originally created to crush human rebellion so in that time period in space we are fighting amongst ourselves we have the UNSC which is the United Nations Space Command which is all branches of the military responding to one military head, I guess, like, maybe. Anyways, so them, and then we have the insurrectionist, which I don't know exactly what their deal is, but I think it's something to kind of, it would kind of be like the Revolutionary War, if I had to compare it. Like, two, op two opposing sides fighting for their reasons, right? Insurrectionists are looked at as, like, terrorists in this game, or in this series, and... That's why the Spartans were originally created. And then we discovered the Covenant. So they kind of uh, came in handy. Mind you, all 33 of them. Which also, mind you, after they got that augmentation right. So everybody got big as fuck. There was another person in Sam, or uh, not Sam, Master Chief Squad on Blue Team. His name was Samuel. He died in their first contact with the Covenant after they've had their augmentations when they were wearing their, their Mjolnir body armor, which is a powered armor system that has all sorts of crazy nice stuff it's got like little biofoam injectors it's got little biofoam injectors in it so if they get hit it'll automatically like fill wounds basically 
like a medical foam type deal. Uh, it's got its own filtration system. It's got its own air recycling system. It's got a vacuum seal so they could be in space with it. Like like little mag boots, little thrusters on them, all that cool shit. But uh, yeah, so Sam's armor gets compromised on a mission. He stays behind and he detonates his armor, destroying like this Covenant ship or whatever so they can leave this planet after they got their armor. But Samuel's a big boy. Samuel stood a whole head higher than the master chief himself so anyways big ass kids 14 15 years old they're like seven feet tall and their body armor and they hold similar or higher rankings than most people in the military because they're um like master chief he's a master chief petty officer and he's part so that's part of the navy and hold on where's the thing yeah which is crazy because i'm a petty officer as well now nah, you just petty okay yeah he's part of the navy but master chief petty officer he's like the highest rank as a nco or something like that whatever that means but um a lot of people consider him lucky that's kind of his thing in all the halo games like you see some like really dumb shit and it's like bro ain't no fucking way yeah people say he's lucky uh some people say that he just kind of gets by with his skill and his training and cortana helping him so anyways spartans are cool as fuck I think they're dope. I don't know what you think about them, Dakota. Tyler, I know you're not really super big into it, but I think it's kind of cool. The whole, like, this is all, like, a made-up thing. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody put a lot of time and effort into that. So I think it's cool, like, all the conceptions and stuff that they've come up with. Spartans is a very cool idea. Like, to imagine actually having this in real life is something that just doesn't seem real. But, I mean, in reality, it, you never know. So, I actually follow this guy on YouTube. And he talks about some, like, a lot of the Halo, like, lore and stuff. And he'll talk about different things of the universe, whatever. Apparently, some of the things that they go through as far as, like, the augmentations are stuff that are technically feasible. But not exactly safe nor recommended on humans well i mean because all that shit like i said it, it out of the 75 kids that were conscripted for that program 33 of them were fit for active duty that means the rest of them either died or like maimed from like the rejections of the surgery which kind of kind of rough but i mean as as this lady dr halsey said which is the the person in charge of all that shit she said it was uh it was it was for the greater good and she had to make herself believe that that's what that's what they all say whenever they do stuff that's inhumane. Yeah. So. What well, I mean, but the ones that didn't die, which is all of Master Chief's team, which is just lucky as shit, they were incredible. Like they were incredibly strong, incredibly fast. Like they could damn near, they could basically see in the dark. Their hearing was like extremely high. Like they could hear a whisper at, like fifty yards. Like that's just just ridiculous. And it was all because of those like augmentations. Now, granted, they had to like relearn everything that they had already learned, like all the weapons training, combat, hand to hand shit, because they were now like two feet taller than they were before which makes a lot of sense but they still became like the most effective weapons ever but yeah that's about it that's all i got for right now okay give us some feedback and we might do a part two to continue on halo lore let's know a little bit of a different style that we went into today normally we cover movies well you know we also cover games so let yeah. us know how we did give us some feedback yeah we'll see you on that one uh you got any ratings for the... No, I don't know. For Halo? There's, there's too many. To, there's all those games, so I guess... Eggplants. I I refuse to rate them with eggplant. Anyways. No, we don't have to rate It's good. Um, uh, all the Halos were fun to me. It's Halo your favorite video game, right? Halo 2. That's all we need to know. It's my favorite series. It's obviously five stars. Favorite right? series. Also, it is actually... And I can't... I don't remember what uh, where I pulled it up at. But apparently, to date, Halo is one of the... the 
if not the most popular game franchise of all time. That doesn't surprise me. When it comes to how much media there is and how much of a following Halo has and how profitable Halo has been. Well, everybody thinks Halo, but when they think Xbox, they think Halo. Let's be honest. Like, so yeah. And Red vs. Blue really did do, like, a lot, like, for this, the franchise as well. Because it took place across all of the Halos to date. Like, and it started out as just, like, this silly series on YouTube. And then it ended up being, like, a multi-million dollar company. Well, there you go. Just uh, like how we started out as a silly little podcast, and then we're going to be multi-millionaires one day. I'm telling you. <laughs> can't wait for the cocaine and the groupies, baby. <laughs> That Elvis Presley lifestyle. Oh, man. Wait, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you listen to this right now, and it's November 21st, that means uh, Thanksgiving's this week. So you'll see planes, trains, and automobiles come out this week. Um, straight out of Compton on November 28th. Oof, can't wait for that one. December 5th, um, playing the Natural Born Killers. If you want to watch Planes, Trains, Automobiles before it comes out, you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Straight out of Compton, I think you're kind of shit out of luck. I looked around for it. I think I looked around for it. I am not. I don't remember at this point. I think, and I could be wrong, but I think at one point they were on Netflix, but... I don't think it's on there anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't it's, think on, it's on there anymore. Uh, Natural Born Killers is on HBO Max, and that's as far out as I really have any plan. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, and Die Hard on Christmas, that's as far out as we can get. Yeah, yeah. Because Die Hard uh, is a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah. So, again, uh, Twitter us at ContentCrisis1. Ah. Email us, uh, ContentCrisisHotline at gmail.com or on uh, Yahoo.com. And if... Oh, Straight Out Compton you can watch on Hulu if you have live TV with Hulu. Um, other than that, we own the DVD. Or at least I do. I got it on Blu-ray. I'm yeah. Blu-ray, yeah. baby. Well, there you go. We all own it, so you know, get with the times, or catch it on TV at some point. You know, <laughs> get with the times. Uh, yeah, for a movie that was made six years ago, get with the times. About <laughs> about a time <laughs> even longer ago, <laughs> get with the times. You know, that's how we work on this podcast. Um, yeah. So yeah, let us know what you thought about this one. Uh, you know, contact us. Whatever, however you want to do it. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, goodbye.